Live from the Heartland Mama Studios, this is the Heartland Mama's podcast. I am your host, Heidi Henry. We have 354 days to save the USA. So be sure that you're doing everything you can to get Democratic candidates elected up and down the ticket. Flip your ballot over. Make sure you get every measure, every judge voted for. Right now, it's petition season. You should be out there petitioning for people. Even if you've never done it before, it's very, very easy. Call your local Democratic office and have them help you find a candidate to work on. They only have a couple more weekends left. Get out there. Get active. Do your thing. Help people out. Help candidates. Don't complain that there's nobody to vote for if you're not doing the work to get them there. So yesterday, we talked about tribalism. And tribalism can go, it's it's your team or my team, uh, it's black or white, it's my way or the highway, or the highway runs through you, <laughs> however you want to look at it. But I want you to know, tribalism goes back both ways. And yesterday we talked a little bit about the tribalism of aggression. And I like to look at the tribalism on one side as being the chimpanzees of this world. Chimpanzees and troops fight against each other in the wild. They will come up to each other and beat each other to death. They will chew each other up, tear each other limb from limb, literally. They do not get along. I don't care how many movies they've been in. Chimpanzees are very dangerous animals. And then on the other hand, you have the bonobos. And the bonobos are, are also a very close cousin to us evolution, on the evolutionary schedule or scale. And bonobos can live in troops that live side by side. Uh, they work together. They eat together. They have sex together. They uh, work together to solve problems. They don't fight. And uh, in this world, you're either a chimpanzee or a bonobo. I fall more along the bonobo scale uh, with some chimpanzee moments. <laughs> Maybe you are the same. But we know that where some are super aggressive and super in your face, that happens on both sides. So let's not pretend that uh, we on this side are completely innocent of that. We can be pretty tough. But here's how we're tough. We have um, like an insane desire to know facts, to know the truth, to search it out, to use non-biased sources, to check all of our resources, to make sure that we're doing everything we possibly can to know the exact truth. And we will plumb the depths until we feel we have all the answers. And then we don't aren't afraid to spew all the answers to somebody who's got a limited source of discussion topics from one source of news and really has no clue past what they've heard, past a soundbite, past a meme. Um on any topic. And it it's not their fault because that's what their tribe has told them. And they believe and have strong faith in their tribe. Our tribe is a little more scattered, but we're all fact finders, right? We, we just dig it out and we don't go down silly rabbit holes. If we can't verify the source, it's no good. I know how we are. I, I know what we're like. And I know that we can be obnoxious with all our fact finding, right? Um, I've had to really learn over the last many years how to not tell everybody exactly how it's supposed to go. As a person who's always owned my own business, I've been one of those people that I'm the answer person. When you need a problem fixed, you come to Heidi and she fixes it for you. She looks at every angle of the project and she maps out a strategy and she gets it done. I've always been like that. I have never been any different, uh, even when I was a little child. So it's just my makeup. But being the know-it-all 
is not always a good thing. It can be very offensive to people who have a limited scope of knowledge, but they are entrenched in that scope and you're going to run across them over the holidays. So because we talked yesterday about the holidays. So let's think about being the Renaissance tribe. Okay. The Renaissance was the enlightenment era uh, of this of this world, or at least in Europe. And the Renaissance brought us art and music and uh, science, a lot of, la lot, lot of science. And we think of Leonardo da Vinci, and we think about um, the Sistine Chapel, and we think about the great architecture that happened during the Renaissance and the paintings and the, the music of the Renaissance period. And we know that that was a period of great enlightenment after a really seriously dark time. And as Renaissance people, not everybody always will always agree with us, right? But we need to make sure that we're bringing light and focus and beauty to everything we touch, right? That's our job. That's our job as a Renaissance tribe. And our job as a Renaissance tribe is to reach across the Thanksgiving table and invite Uncle Biff and his small ideology to converse with us on topics we can agree on. And that topic can be gardening. It can be paint colors. It can be, do you like a short-haired dog or a long-haired dog? Are you more of a fan of pumpkin pie or pecan pie or chocolate cream? You know, find the topics that you can talk to Uncle Biff about that makes him feel useful and included in the conversation. Stay off of the hot button topics. You can disagree. He knows you disagree with you, with him. He knows it. He knew it before he walked in the door that day. You might even be at his house if you're unlucky enough. But you need to understand that some people's minds are all mixed up and set in stone, right? They're just like cement. This is how they are. And you're not going to change them. And fighting with them is not going to change them either. But as a country, if we can't figure out how to reach across the aisle to make changes in Congress, to make changes in our state legislature, to move this country, the community, the world forward. If we can't do it at the Thanksgiving table, at the Christmas table, we can't do it in Washington. We can't do it in Springfield. I'm just, I'm just sell, telling you, you, we've got to find some place where we can agree. And it's not going to be on politics. Trust me on this, because they are entrenched where they are. And that's okay. You are the Renaissance tribe. You are the Enlightenment. And you need to not be haughty about that or not be arrogant about that. You need to just make sure that you open the pathways down a productive course so that you can see and show a future where people can get along. They're not going to do it. They're not going to take that step. But we have to take the step toward common ground. And it doesn't have to be political ideology. It doesn't have to be feminism. It doesn't have to be LBGTQ plus measures. It doesn't have to be anything except for something as benign as what's for dessert. And if they don't like whipped cream and they only like Cool Whip, let it be. Sometimes I enjoy Cool Whip too, even though I prefer real whipped cream that I make myself. So I just want you to know that you can do this. And you can do it as uh, an observer 
from another planet if you want. Just take yourself out of the moment. Take your whole self out of the moment and put in the scientific discoverer of common ground. Where can we find it? Where can we excavate it from? Where can we dredge it up? How can we create this bridge, this course, this dis- dis- discussion? Where does it begin? And I realize with some people that will be impossible. I know it. There are people that I know I haven't spoken to in years because I, uh, I, I just can't. I just, I just can't. And some of them are related to me. And some of them are people I know, you know, through business mostly. And it's like, you know, you only have so many limited hours on this planet. You might as well spend them with people you like, right? Well, that's the same thing with the holidays. And I want you to know that it's super, super important for you to think about ways you can open dialogue. And I'm not telling you to do something that's unhealthy, unsafe, or causes chaos in your life. I'm just saying that if you're like me and you like to be a scientific observer, this is the time. This is the time that we as the Renaissance tribe should do this. As the bonobos, we should be doing this. So I just want you to think about it. Um, they've been given an otherism, somebody else to blame. And it's not their fault. It's, it's not us that failed them. Their tribe has failed them. And they don't even realize it. So give them that grace and that space and find the pathway to open discussion. From the edge of the Great Red Divide, this is Heidi Henry, and this is the Heartland Mamas podcast. I hope you have a delightful day. It's really going to be a nice one out there, really, really chilly. I've got petitioning to do. I'll see you on the trail. Take care now. Bye-bye.